0: Episode number 44 taking into Max Sports podcast with your host Max Murphy with Pat Murphy how we doing
1: 44 baby what them I'm doing good how are you doing
0: Good happy Friday um, that when the audience is watching or listening to this podcast on rss.com spotify apple podcasts maybe throw in throw it in on YouTube maybe like maybe subscribe Maybe comment.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, comment for sure. Buy um, the merch. That's a nice hat you got on there.
0: www.ticketitomax.com. Subscribe nice hat. to Take of the Day. Dude, what else? Go to TikTok, take it into max underscore sports podcast. Go to the Insta, take it into max underscore sports podcast. Go to the Twitter or the X, T-I-T-T-M <laughs> underscore one.
1: Everybody just turned off the video.
0: <laughs> you name it, yeah. it. You name it they're, on, yeah. they're on it, baby. Let's go. All right, episode 44. This is a big one. Week three, and it feels like a must-win for the Vikings. Isn't that weird?
1: Ooh, yeah, definitely feels like a must-win here. 0-3 would be – that would be tough.
0: A little early for a must-win, but I think I think it's almost – almost. Yeah, tough.
1: that's what people are saying is if we go 0-3 or 0-4, we're going to blow it up. That would suck. Not that would really suck. Enough.
0: Uh, which would be unfortunate. But can't say I had much higher expectations. I am confident this weekend. Do you want to preview this game now, or should we get into the picks and then preview it?
1: Vikings last, baby. Make them wait.
0: All right. Uh, Hey, speaking of, though, I'm going to pull up. I really want – this is crazy right here. Okay. I'm going to share my screen because this is – absolutely bonkers uh, present share screen. This is nuts right here.
1: I don't see it yet, but no, no, I do.
0: You see it? Yeah. Okay. Can we take a moment to appreciate greatness? How lucky are we that we get this slate of college football games this weekend? tomorrow. I mean, let's go down the line. Florida State at Clemson. When was the last time Clemson lost at home? Probably four or five years. They're hosting number four Florida State. I think as a two-point dog, like it. I love it. I think they upset Florida State. I think Clemson jumps up to the top 15 again. I think Florida State drops all the way down to under 20. Oklahoma at Cincinnati. I mean, they're favored by 14, but Cincinnati is no joke. At home Gang 14. Not going to say who I like there, but what about Deion Sanders going into Oregon? However, there's a reason this line is so big 21. Every,
1: everybody and their mother is on Colorado plus 21 there. So I had to go Oregon minus 21, bet the house.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay, let's say Travis Hunter was playing this game. I think they should still be at least 21 point favorites. Or, yeah. Favorites. Yeah. Since he's not playing this line, I'm not kidding. And all respect to Dion, I hate doubting him, but they do not have enough guns for this fight on the road. I think they should be underdogs by twenty-eight or more. Really? Um, there's a reason the over under seventy, I do think Colorado puts up some points, but twenty one points is not enough. They're gonna get absolutely throttled, yeah. especially the fact that they were get they were hanging in and had to go into overtime against Colorado State, who was one and yeah. one going that game. Yeah. Um, Either way, we get to see Dion going to Oregon. Great for college football. How big of an upset story this would be if he was a 21-point underdog twice in one season. Game day's got to be there, four no? Four weeks and did it. What's that?
1: Sorry, I cut you off in the middle of your point. But is game day. That's got to be at Oregon and Colorado, isn't it?
0: No, because I'll get to it. Um, UCLA at Utah. Two Pac-12 teams, both in the top 25. Utah favored at home by six. We got a rookie uh sorry we got a fresh true freshman quarterback um, this guy right here. Dante Moore is special. He's a five star. I think he was the highest rated quarterback in this class. Uh, he's been stellar this season. look at this 615 yards, seven touchdowns one pick 60, 86 QBR. he's a true freshman. Going into Utah will be tough, but I think they hang around. Uh, Number 22 at number 11. What a special game. What about Ole Miss at Alabama? Come (laughs) on now. Keep giving us these games. Six and a half for a team that doesn't have a quarterback. This is crazy. I think Ole Miss has a better offense by a mile. Um, I kind of like the over, but I think Ole Miss goes into Alabama and upsets them. Watch out for that one. Duke, UConn, whatever. Miami, Temple, whatever, UTSA, Tennessee, whatever. Arkansas, LSU, this is a good one. 17 and a half for a reason. Arkansas doesn't have the guns in this fight. Um, but this is where Kirk Herbstreit and Chris Fowler are calling the game of the week. Arkansas mm. at LSU. Not the game of the week because let's go – oh, wait. We can't pass. Sorry. Another Pac-12 just special game. Oregon State at Washington State, number fourteen at number twenty-one. Oregon State favored by three. I think DJ Uiungalale goes in, gets the job done. Um, but Washington State home dog, really good this year. And then, are you kidding me? Game of the year in week four, Ohio State going into Notre Dame, arguably the best Notre Dame team since nineteen ninety-three. A home. Woo, 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 woo. We got home dog going, three point dogs. College game day is going to be there. It's going to be electric. Sam Hartman is already top amongst the Heisman um, odds right now. Sam Hartman's been stellar.
1: Is that Notre Dame, Sam Hartman?
0: Yeah. Let's look at quarterback. It's
1: like. Thirteen touchdowns. It looks like one
0: yards. Thirteen touchdowns, eighty nine QBR, no picks. That's crazy. Um, Partly handsome devil, too. Look at that hairline.
1: Holy shit, he's good looking.
0: He's old, too. How old is he? A senior? Yeah. Anyways, um, this is game of the week, possibly game of the year. This is huge for playoff implications. um, For team input, I mean, can Kyle McCord go in there and do it with Marvin Harrison? I don't know. It's a good Notre Dame defense, good Notre Dame secondary, and then whiteout, whiteout, whiteout. Oh, the Penn State game. I love that. Oh, this is going to be good. I was legit this year. They have a bear offense, too. Great defense. But I have Penn State in my top 25 teams as the third best team. I think this is the best Penn State defense that we've seen in years. They have an All American at all three levels of their defense. Um, They have arguably the best linebacker, who's a sophomore. And then up front, they got Chop Robinson. In the secondary, they got Kalen King. This is a stacked defense. I think they win by 10, maybe 14. Spreads out 14 and a half, don't mind it. But, man, we are so lucky. These games that we get. All right. Let's go into
1: I'm going to be watching, dude. Hell yeah. I'm not a big college football fan, but those are some, some, like some good games. Colorado's really brought know, me in this year to college football, which is ever pretty since cool. I,
0: ever since I went to Syracuse and ever since I went to the Clemson-Syracuse game, I've almost been as big of a fan, if not a bigger fan, of college football than the NFL. Yeah, um, it is so sp- it the environments, the crowds, like uh, Trent Dilfer said, and like I believe it was Chris Fowler. He's a little biased, but he does call NFL and college football games. And any SEC night game is a better environment than any Super Bowl, than any NFL playoff game, like. SEC night games, even Big Ten night games. How about Whiteout? Penn State are special. Oh man, hundred
1: percent. Yeah, the environment one hundred percent is it's on another level compared to the NFL. But
0: now the problem that you get is there's fifty stinkers a week, right? There's fifty games where the spread is fifty points or more. Yeah,
1: eighty-one to Um, seven is the final score, and you turn it off at halftime.
0: This year's different, but. The past 50, 60 years, there's been no parity. It's kind of the same same teams at the top. This year, though, there's 10 to 15 teams that can win it. And we've never had a year like it. But it's something special. How about the Pac-12 breaking up and having their best year, the year that they broke up? They have eight teams ranked in the top 25. They are by far the best conference, way better than the Big Ten the SEC this year, which is crazy to think. And they're going to be whoosh, vanished next year. All right, let's get into it. Sorry, I just rambled there. But I, I think I had to touch touch on uh, how big college football is this weekend.
1: You love to touch.
0: What do you – oh, boy. What do you say we get into these picks? Let's get
1: into the picks. Let's get into the picks. Let's get into the picks, baby. Oh, wait, we got to talk time. about what the overall records are and how we did last week and all that first So don't we? All I'll right. let you take the floor.
0: That's awkward.
1: Uh, I got it right here.
0: It's not something that I'm proud of, but we're only two weeks through. We're on week three now. Uh, The overall... So last week, I went... um, I thought I had it. I didn't. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Last week, I went six, seven, and three. Pat... You went eight, five, and three. Okay. The overall records through two weeks. I am 14, 14, and four. Well, that's awful. That's
1: respectable against the spread, honestly. That's respectable.
0: For episode number 44, two, 14, 14, and four. Uh, and then you are 28 and four. Which
1: I mean, that's crazy. fucking ridiculous. If you ain't betting with me by right now, you better start. You know what I'm saying? You must hate money. Like, I mean,
0: you're losing a lot of money if you're fan, Pat right now. That's
1: what I'm saying. If you don't like money, fade me. If you want to win, maybe you like, like money, money,
0: don't watch these episodes.
1: Yeah, they're just don't losing money.
0: My pick of the day, idiots. Um,
1: but what's play. your overall what's your overall pick of the day record?
0: Let me pull it up.
1: Sorry, I just want you to we need to promote that uh, pick of the day because I know that's killing it too.
0: It is killing it. Um,
1: I'll start the first game. What do we got? Do we want to do Ravens Colts?
0: Nope, we're doing Titans plus three and a half at the Browns.
1: Okay, Browns, Titans. That is such an interesting game. Yeah, Titans at Browns. The Browns on – was that Monday night or Thursday night? Monday night, right? Yeah, when, when Chubb died. Um, Yeah, what a game. That was a playoff environment, the Steelers-Browns game. That was super fun to watch. That first quarter was electric, really fun. Um, I've been back and forth on this pick, I think – Watching the Browns, um, their offense wasn't clicking. Nick Chubb is out. I think Titans are going to be a lot of people's pick for an upset this week.
0: Yep. And
1: um, I'm going to ride the Browns. I think their defense looked still good. Two of the touchdowns were defensive touchdowns um, for the Steelers. The Titans' offense, what the fuck? Their, tight, their offense is terrible. Um, they're not going to put up a lot of points against the Browns. Even if the Browns score 21 points in this game, I think they cover the three and a half. So give me the Browns minus three and a half.
0: I like it. Um sorry, one sec. I am here we go. How
1: 250... would I look it up? What's that? No, sorry, never mind. I was gonna I look am it up. 258 and
0: 258 wins, 215 losses, and eight times.
1: Pretty damn good. It's winning money right there.
0: Not bad for a little guy like me. All right. You are on the Browns. Um, I think the story here is obviously Nick Chubb. Huge loss. I think watching him run every single week makes you think he's the best running back in the league. But then you flip the game on last night and you watch McCaffrey, who just God is That's that boy special. Cool. He's yeah,
1: special cool.
0: but John Robinson. We got a lot of good running backs, but um. Losing Nick Chubb is just huge. I know they resend Cream Hunt. I know Jerome Ford looked good in the touches that he got after Chubb got hurt. This game, this spread is about the team that does so well as an underdog. Mike Vrabel, the winningest coach against the spread and straight up as an underdog. Um, like you said, before we, we were going through our picks, uh, probably the America's underdog team, you'd say. Um the Titans just, when when their back is against the wall, they seem to play the best. I think Nick Chubb was a huge loss. While I'm high on the Browns and while I'm high on Deshaun Watson still, and I think they go to the playoffs, I think we overreacted big time to that loss on Monday night. I think the Titans cover here. I don't know if they win, but three and a half is such a key number. Um, I think they keep it close. We never see a Mike Vrabel team get blown out. Um, three and a half is too many. Give me the Titans.
1: Okay, Let's I like it.
0: To... What's that? I like it. All right. I like that jersey. Chris Carter. <laughs> uh, if it touches your
1: hands, you better catch the ball, man. <laughs>
0: Ty- uh, Lions, minus three. Ver- verse. sorry, the Falcons, who are 2-0. How about that? How about yeah, the crazy. NFC South? Who we You're high we on the could- –
1: you were high on the Falcons. I was not high on the Falcons starting the year, so I was, them being 2-0 is pretty special.
0: I was high on the Falcons because of how cake of a schedule that is. That, yeah. that schedule is so easy. Um, I thought they'd make the playoffs. They're looking good, but they got their biggest test of the year so far. Going into Detroit, Detroit, if Detroit was coming off a win, it would be a little bit different, but Detroit coming off a loss, Dan Campbell coming off a loss, that's scary. Three points isn't enough at home. The better team ride them. Three points.
1: Uh, we're in consensus here. I got Detroit minus three. Fun little thing here. Two rookie wins a lot. Well, I was listening to the Rich Eisen show and he's talking about this as well. But last time there was two running backs picked in the top twelve picks and then they play each other week three. Um, it's going to be a really fun game to watch. I think Montgomery's out, if not doubtful, maybe I don't know, but. Gibbs going to get a lot of work, and so is Bajan, and it should be fun watching these two first rounders play.
0: It is. Who would have thought in today's day where Ryan backs don't get paid, we'd see two Ryan backs get taken in the top 15 picks of a draft? Yeah. But those two are that special.
1: Are those special. two are that
0: good. Those two are that explosive. And I am on the Ryan back side. I wish I was in every Zoom call that they have because I think they're so important in this league, especially when you watch a Bajan, when you watch a Christian McCaffrey, when you watch a I know the Super Bowl numbers. I know the playoff numbers. I know all this doesn't add up for GMs to pay their running backs, but I'm just going to stay with it. I think they're that valuable. Clearly, these two teams think they're that valuable, taking Jameer Gibbs and Bajan Robinson. Um, But, yeah, three points.
1: Not enough.
0: Very key key number. Love it. Don't love Desmond Rader going on the road against uh, improved defense, even though they didn't look great last week. All right. Let's go to the Packers, a pick em game. A little minus-one action at home versus the Saints. Yeah. Two very, very similar teams when you think yeah. about it. I will um, go into it after you give your pick.
1: I mean, the Saints' defenses look great. The only touchdown they gave up all year was, like, the last minute of the Panthers' game. So, gosh, Saints' D's been looking good. Jordan Love has surprised me this year he has been a pleasant surprise for the Packers. Um, sounds like Aaron Jones is going to be back. So, at home, minus one just doesn't seem like enough. It's going to be a very close game. I think it's a one-possession game. I would bet the house it's a one-possession game. But uh, give me the Packers, minus one at home. So, we got
0: um, two first-year quarterbacks in the system, right? Because Jordan Love and Derek Carr have been in the league for a couple years now, huh? especially yeah. Derek Carr. But we got two first – first-year starters on new teams. We got two great defenses. I think these teams are so similar. I think there's a reason it's a pick em game. I think home environment would have favored New Orleans more. Going into the Superdome is a little bit tougher than going into Lambeau. Um, but Derek Carr is an Ezgova road quarterback. I really like Jordan Love with this Matt LaFleur combination. I can't believe I'm saying that. Fuck the Packers. But <laughs> – I really do think Jordan Love and LaFleur are have that chemistry early, are gonna keep that chemistry. I think they're a playoff team. I like this team only giving one point at home. I think the Packers win. Yeah. it's it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be close, like you said. It could be a dog fight. The over I wouldn't be surprised if the final score is like a 17-7, 17-10, 17-14 type game, you know?
1: Yeah, 9-6. to six. I could see a 9-6. Yeah. to six. Saints love to have field goal games, it seems 100%. like.
0: 100%. Yeah. It's going to be a dogfight. Um, let's go the Dolphins. Giving 6.5 versus the Broncos. Absolutely hate this game. Uh, I hate this wait. line
1: so much. We were talking about this before we came on. This line is stinky. It's hard. Just it's a really ten. hard line.
0: And while I'm a big Broncos, Russell Wilson, rider, not, not this time, not falling for it. And now the one time I don't fall for it, they're getting covered. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, Tua, the boys are buzzing in, in Miami. Just love Mike McDaniel. He's yeah. such a character. How fun, How much would you love him being our head coach?
1: I would rather have KOC. Am I crazy? I'd rather have yeah, KOC.
0: very crazy. McDaniel's um, a
1: bit of a nut job, but he seems like a good guy.
0: Um, give me the dolphins minus six and
1: a half. Yeah. I got to concur here. I think it's just the Broncos defense is great. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I think that the dolphins aren't going to put up, it's not going to be a track meet by any means, but, um, they just have too many weapons on offense to keep this within a touchdown. Um, yeah. Dolphins minus six and a half.
0: We're both on the dolphins here. Um, what about the Patriots? Giving two and a half on the road at the Jets. What do you like here?
1: Patriots and Jets game. Where is it on my list? Got it. Um. Yeah. Gosh. This is a really tough game as well. I'm not bad no this game, game, to be honest. Um, the Jets defense is really, really good. Um, I know Mac Jones has been looking decent this year so far. Um, did the Patriots win last week? No,
0: they lost to the Dolphins.
1: A lot, they've had a tough schedule so far. Dolphins and Eagles? Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Cool. Yeah, that's totally brutal. Um, their first away game going to the Jets. I think it's going to be a good um, – God, it's going to be a close game. Another low-scoring game, I bet. <sighs> Give me the Jets plus two and a half um, just because that's going to be a really close game, field goal game.
0: I'm on the Patriots here. I think they get their first win. This team is – Really not that good without Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't know if a a different quarterback would help them. I just think with Zach Wilson, this just the drop from him, Aaron Rodgers to him is very significant. There's a
1: cap on their level, like they're gonna be they're right back to where they were last year, right? Or that eight, nine wins, especially in that division. You need a quarterback, and yeah. Unless Zach Wilson really steps up and becomes a good, decent quarterback, they're, they're going to be stuck in that possible wild card scenario.
0: I hate this. I'm not, not very for it. Um, but I'm taking the Patriots here. I think they get their first win on the road, even though they couldn't win any at home of their first two games. Bills, my six at the Commanders, my pick of the week. Love the Bills here. Um, seems like they got extra juice. Seems like they're a little bit back to their past two years self after they just stomped on the Raiders. Um, Commanders have been getting by with a couple wins here, have not played good in three out of four halves of their first two games, and have gone by with two wins. Especially got by in that Broncos game when there should have been Pass interference <laughs> conversion. Yeah. You know what happens in OT, but that's just yeah. not happening. That um, give me the Bills minus six. Give me the Bills minus ten. Give me the Bills my minus seventeen on the road at the Commanders.
1: Team. Yeah, are we buying the commies hype at two and zero? It's tough. They haven't had to play. Who did they play? Week one, they played Denver last week.
0: Arizona and barely. Arizona, yeah.
1: On. So they haven't played shit for competition. Um, but are we buying the two and zero hype? I am. At home, um, the crowds got to be fired up until the last time Washington was 2-0. and yeah. With a good team coming in, um, that'd be a fun game to be at a, as a Commies fan. But just give me the points. Plus six. The way they're running the ball. Sam Howell's looking pretty good. Um, no, Just not. keep it close. I think Bills probably win by a field goal. But give me the Commies to cover.
0: All right. How about this? Also, ter- there's a lot of really tough tough lines out here, but the Texans plus eight at the Jaguars. You're going to start with this
1: one. Texans at Jaguars? Oof, duh. I hate this line too. Eight points. So stinky. Jacksonville hasn't looked great. C.J. Um, Stroud has actually impressed me. I think he's probably looked the best out of any of the rookie quarterbacks so far. AR-15, don't get me wrong, or AR-5, if you want to call him that now. Um, has looked good rushing the ball, but C.J. Stroud's been fucking that thing. Um, dang, how can I dang? Um, I'm gonna take the Texans to cover the eight points, um, just because it's just too big of a spread. But I think Jacksonville still wins by a touchdown.
0: Um, give me the Texans plus eight for what reason? Not many. I, god, I really on the road. I, I went so back and forth.
1: I don't know it's a really hard spread. Me,
0: I'm sorry, I usually don't do this. Give me the Jaguars. Whoa, dude! Give me the All Jaguars, right. minus eight. Honestly, this Texans team will stay really bad until they get a good offensive or defensive line. I think you brought you actually you got me off this pick because you're like, the Jaguars haven't played well, they really haven't played well. So, this is a little tune up game, yeah. Um, divisional game. I hate big spreads, but. I'm completely changing everything here. Give me the Jags plus minus eight at one versus the Texans.
1: I like it. Um, another eight point spread. And also, talk about that. I hate betting on bad teams. The Texans are so fucking bad. You're just hoping for a cover, but I hate doing that. But I don't know. It's been working so far this year. So
0: I, I think Trevor could have a big day. Um, who had? Oh, Derek Stingley is out six to eight weeks. He's a solid quarterback. Um, he's out six to eight weeks. Calvin Ridley could have a field day.
1: Uh,
0: what about another eight point spread? Ravens minus eight. First, the Colts at home giving eight. I love it. I think they bowled them out with or without Anthony Richardson.
1: Yeah. The question is, okay. So when the Ravens played the Texans at home, I was all over the Ravens and that spread was 10, I think at the beginning of the year. And it was close the entire game. They finally pulled away in the fourth quarter. I don't know if AR is playing this game or not, but I feel like they're just as good of a team or possibly even a better team with Minchu as their quarterback. The Ravens, they don't – they just keep it close. They play ugly. Games go fast because they run the ball a lot. Eight points seems like a lot. I'm going to take the eight points. Give me the Colts. you
0: taking it. All righty. Panthers plus five and a half at the Seahawks. I call me crazy. Love Bryce Young. Really think he has a crazy with Frank Reich. Um, I think this team is better at this point in the season because Bryce Young is learning so much that Andy Dalton's the better quarter quarterback to run this team early on in the season until Bryce Young. I like that he's had a couple games to get under his belt. I like that he's learning under Andy Dalton and Josh McCown as their quarterback coach but I think Andy Dalton goes on the road and is ha- would handle this team better than would than Bryce Young would um I like them getting five and a half I think upsell alert they could go into Seattle and win hey,
1: wait Bryce Young's out
0: yeah for three weeks two Why? Three weeks. uh I don't know something I lied
1: dude give me Fuck, I totally agree with you Oh, I totally agree with you. Earlier, when you said that, I was like, yeah, but Bryce Young; they have to play him because he's, you know, he's learning so much right now." Oh man, that changes everything. But if I swap, then the Seahawks are going to cover. So I'm just going to stay on the Seahawks minus five and a half. Hate this pick. Um, going against my mind, going with my or going against my gut, going with my mind. Yeah, give me the Seahawks.
0: It's gonna be an ugly game.
1: I. Such I agree a, with you, though. I don't Andy know. Dalton's been in the league for 10 years, like 12 years or whatever. It, I agree with you. He's going to be a lot better than Bryce Young right now. I think the spread should be – if Bryce Young was playing, it would probably be a couple more points.
0: Yeah, which is weird, right? That, okay. start, that you win the starting job, but you're not for a situation – like you're not better for a game than your backup. Yeah. Um, but that's just the reality. Bears plus 12 and a half at the – Chiefs. Oh. Uh, are the Chiefs back? They're number 1 on my power rankings. They haven't changed in my power rankings for the last 3 weeks including preseason. I wasn't worried when they lost week 1. The Chiefs are back. However, give me dup bears plus 12 and a half. That's um a is Justin Fields going to do a little bit more doing and a little bit less thinking? After the comments that he made in those interviews, I don't know. He could get he could get lit up. This team could get absolutely blown out. But twelve and a half for an NFL game. And then you're gonna say, Max, why did you say that's way too many points? Because the next game you preview, you're gonna take the points. But twelve <laughs> and a half is a lot of points in the FL. Give me the Bears to cover on the road.
1: Yeah, this is my most confident pick of the week. Just money line. Like, if you're going to bet any money line this week, throw a million dollars on it, the Chiefs are going to win this Five game.
0: 600 or whatever?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Justin Fields, the only way they cover this game is if Justin Fields turns up the good knob, turns down the suck knob, because he's been yeah. turning that suck knob all the way up and sucking very much this year. But even Bears fans through two games are wanting to freaking bench him. It's hilarious because they were hyping him up all offseason. Bears could win the division. Bears No, Bears still suck. Bears still suck. You need a quarterback, and they're probably going to be picking in the top five picks next year. It might take another one. Anyway, Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Wipe the floor with them.
0: This is a – this probably – it's so early to say. Does this game determine Justin Fields' future as a bear?
1: Mm, i mean if he goes out there and throws four picks and they get completely embarrassed it, it could that's what i'm saying people are people are already on like the bears were hyping themselves up so much this year the fans were hyped they're going to be calling for something to change if they get blown out and he plays terrible i bet yeah could be on the hot seat
0: yeah we're gonna see um i wasn't on i wasn't full board the justin fields and bears hype train preseason but I thought they'd win eight games. I thought they could maybe catch wild card spot. It yeah. doesn't look like they're going to, unless some things drastically change. How about another 12 and a half point spread? Here is where I don't think the points are too much. Um, give me the Cowboys minus 30. If this spread, <laughs> sincerely, if this spread was at 21 points, I think I'd still take it.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I don't see the Cardinals, how they're going to move the ball against that defense. It might be an embarrassment. Yeah. So, yeah, give me the Cowboys minus 12.
0: The only thing helping – God, prayers out to Trevon Diggs and his family.
1: Yeah. But uh,
0: the only thing helping the Cardinals is literally that the best cornerback, one of the best – the best cornerbacks so far this year and one of the best cornerbacks in the league is out for the year. That's the only thing helping the Cardinals. And even at that, I think they lose by 21.
1: Yeah. Their dressers are so good. And um, is we- Dobbs still the starting quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be running for his life.
0: We could look really stupid. They could keep it a close game. We don't yeah. know. but know.
1: I mean, this is what I was saying earlier. At minus 12 and a half, let's say the Cards return a punt return for a touchdown. first. We're down 20 points starting out. Like and Then they're going to probably cover.
0: Yeah. 100%. I think if the team puts up at least 10 points, they cover.
1: You don't think the Cowboys are going to score 23 points?
0: Uh, take that back. That's a good point. But do we? Th- I mean, that's. If they the score, lot. yeah,
1: like 14 or 17 points, if the Cardinals score 17 points in a game, which is not unreasonable. Or like if the Cowboys are up 20 points or whatever, and the Cards score late, go for two for no reason. I mean, it could be, you never know. But yeah. 12 and a half, I, mean, I still like it i hate, like I said, I don't like, I don't want to bet for the worst team to fucking try to score some points and cover. I'd rather bet on the good team than right. smash.
0: Yeah, you experienced that last week, didn't you? Let, let's, uh, let's touch on that whole tough, tough, uh, bad beat you got last week.
1: Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> watched the Niners game last week? Not the Thursday night game, but the Rams game. I had the Niners minus seven and a half and, um, I was watching the game and I saw the Rams driving and I'm like, you know, no big deal. Like if they cover, they cover. Um, I was thinking that they were going to kick it with like a minute left because they were in field goal position with 45 seconds to a minute left. You kick a field goal there, you're down seven, you do an onside kick and at least have a chance to tie the game. Nope. Stafford keeps throwing the ball, doesn't spike it, hikes it again, throws another pass down to like the 20 or something. There's four seconds left, spike the ball. All right, let's go for a Hail Mary here. Nope, they kick a field goal. <laughs> Fucking time runs out during the field goal. How does that make my buddy was trying to argue me with me yesterday about this that it doesn't make a difference if he throws a Hail Mary or whatever, throws a ball to the end zone and they catch it? Yeah, he's gonna cover the spread, but at least they're trying to score. A field goal seems like they're just giving it, like giving up kind of at the same you know what I mean? It doesn't I would, seem the same.
0: If if I saw this argument, I'd completely jump on your side. The only reasoning for them to kick a field goal is if there's more than 10 seconds on the clock. for them, 100%. For percent Because they're making a one-possession game, fine. If there's more than 10 seconds, you have time to get an onside kick and a Hail Mary, right? When time is expiring, Sean McVay, you can't go out to the media and tell us, tell the country, lie to our face, and say you didn't know the spread. Cause that makes no fucking sense.
1: No fucking sense. I agree. Uh, yeah, I don't understand it. Um, at least let him take a shot to the end zone and like I don't know. Right. What's you're not saying?
0: But... Had, had the stats for staff or something. But yeah. Fuck. You, Sean McVay. I love you, dude. You're one of my favorite head coaches. That is a dirty way to cover. That, that is a dirty way to cover. Uh. All right. This could be a really good game. This. Is a tale of two legendary franchises. How about the Raiders hosting the Steelers? Raiders. Oh my god, this is gonna be a good game. Sunday night football. Two very mediocre teams, but a great makes for a great game. Um Raiders giving two and a half. Love this.
1: Raiders are getting two and a half.
0: Raiders are giving two and a half. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You're right, you're right, yeah. Um, Yeah,
0: but I I just love this Jimmy G, as a at home first game for the Raiders this season. Can we ignore the fact that the Steelers won on Monday night, a game that they probably shouldn't have unless they got two offensive or defensive, defensive touchdowns. touchdowns? Yeah, their offense is so bad.
1: Yeah, and their touchdown that they got on offense was like a seventy yard bomb to Pickens, which I, I mean that can happen to anything. But yeah, yeah, dude, I. I feel like the Steelers they're in my bottom like seven teams in the league. They're not yeah. they're not anything special. Their defense, they have TJ Watt, whatever, but their defense is okay. I love the Raiders in this spot, only minus two and a half. I'm taking the Raiders all day long. This might be my most confident pick this week.
0: I'm too. This one, the Bills, and I rarely ban the Vikings, but those are my three favorite plays. I really like the Raiders here. Minus two and a half. I think they um, show something to their to their fans on opening game at home to kick off their um to to end the Jesus, to end the Sunday
1: slate. <laughs> yeah. Anyway,
0: yeah. how about Monday night? Raiders. Um, boom, 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 boom.
1: We got oh, baby. two more games.
0: I kind of like the doubleheader Monday night. Love baby. it.
1: Oh, my God. makes my work night so much better. I'm on call on Mondays. What's up? What's that? I'm on call on Mondays, and it makes my night go so much better because I can get home from work, start watching football, take phone calls, watch more football. Take... Oh, yeah. It just makes it so much better. It's great.
0: I will gladly, and I hope the NFL does more of this in the future, gladly take one less game on a Sunday when we already have so much shit going on in the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock slate. Like, take one game yeah. away from yeah. the 1 o'clock slate, put it on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me?
1: Two Thursday night games? Are you kidding me? That'd be sweet. Oh, yeah. Do one at one noon thing, so we can watch it at work.
0: I guess one thing I don't like is it's a primetime game and it's a primetime when you're not standalone and you have to watch two games at once for – That's true two hour or an hour and a
1: half. Yeah, but and we just we way. just do that split screen on our NFL Sunday ticket. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. If you don't have YouTube TV, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <sighs> what are you doing? All right. But we got we got a couple of good games here. Um so we got the Eagles minus five at the Bucks. We're or I am at least Ryan the Eagles here. I thought the Bucks would go one sixteen this year. Man was I wrong. They already doubled that Total through two weeks, somehow Baker Mayfield is still undefeated. There's some questions about the Eagles. Why don't the Eagles put their fans' questions and put the media questions tonight? Uh, how about they go into Buff or go into Tampa Bay and kill the Bucks,
1: dude? If the Bucks win this game, nobody saw them going two and zero, beating the Vikings, beating I mean beating the Bears. Maybe they saw them going one on one, but two and zero. Baker Mayfield. Has some confidence, got some swag going right now. If they beat the Eagles and go three and zero, that fan base is going to be hype. They're going to be going from a team at the beginning of the year you think are going to be a top five pick in the draft to possibly, probably, a team that they're expecting to win their division, go to the playoffs. So yeah. huge game for the Bucks. This could be make them like a Cinderella team this year and America's favorite. So really give me the Eagles to smash those dreams. Five points is not enough. Um, yeah.
0: Love it, uh, Bengals. This you want to do a little, a little um, deal here. If okay, Joe so Burrow if, doesn't play. If Joe Burrow doesn't play, we put the bet to bed. We wash it. Sure, nothing happens. Yeah. Okay. So, assu- All right. so assuming Joe Burrow plays, I like the Bengals minus three. I like them at home minus three. I like them to get back to um, the AFC championship team we saw last year. I like their offense to get back. Um, but obviously, if he doesn't play the bets off,
1: What? who do you okay. got here? I'm going to ride the Rams. Um, the Bengals haven't showed me shit all year this year. Obviously, they have absolute studs on offense, and they can turn it around pretty quickly. I know last year they had a rough start as well. Um, but give me the Rams, dude. Stafford looks good. They got one more week they have to get through until Cup comes back, hopefully. I mean, I'm guessing he's going to be coming back, hopefully. Um, Get through that. I mean, Tutu or Tuca, whatever the fuck his name is, and then Tutu Atwell stepped up, played really well. Um, They got rid of Cam Akers. I love that backup running back that they have there. Tell me his name.
0: Oh, Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams.
1: Freak. Yeah. He's picked up in all my fantasy leagues, unfortunately, so I couldn't get him, but – um, give me the Rams, plus three. I think it's going to be probably a field goal game either way. So I like the spread. Yeah, if Joe Bird doesn't play, then yeah, he's going to be banged up if he does play.
0: Speaking of uh, fantasy, waiver wear, whatever, how about uh, we tell the audience about our little Dynasty League win we had Let's go, baby. Last week. No, we got a little, little, little co-Dynasty co- League. AR-15 took the gamble. It's looking okay now. Uh, Got Patrick Mahomes, got the boys. Anyways, had a little bit of a situation going into Monday night. We were up 20 points. We had Jamal Williams. They had George Pickens. No problem. No Elvin Kamara. Jamal Williams is going to fucking eat against the Panthers defense, right?
1: Wrong. (laughs) That did not
0: happen. What actually happened, Pat?
1: Yeah. So Jamal went down early, got us a couple points, maybe two or three points. And we're looking good till about two minutes left in the in the first half of the Steelers Browns game. The guy we're playing as George Pickens, 70 yard touchdown. That's fine. We're still up eight points, no big deal. Don't worry about it. George Pickens, <laughs> three more 20-yard catches. Buttholes are just slowly tightening. <laughs> we we already lost week one, so we were 0-1 before this. So you didn't want to drop the 0-2 and no, become the fucking
0: Vikings. No.
1: Yeah. Um in the third quarter, George Pickens gets, get, George Pickens gets another catch, and we're down like we're up point point two or something like that. Fourth quarter, George Pickens gets no more catches, baby. We it's fucking no took it home. It's
0: unbelievable. No. Never a doubt. How much do we take it home by Pat?
1: Like point two or something like that?
0: Point two four points. Are you kidding
1: me, dog? Unbelievable. Are you me? Mm. Never well, a doubt.
0: Love to see it for us. Hate to see it for actually I can't say hate to see it for the other guy because the other guy, I mean you had a it was a two percent chance going into that night. So you couldn't That'd have
1: been tough. That'd have been a big tough loss there.
0: Um let's preview two very very oh my stomach I'm starving. Oh I'm so (laughs) hungry. Two teams that are just ready to fucking feast hey hi. stadium my twin brother and you are gonna be there Woo. what do we think is gonna happen when the vikings host the chargers god
1: damn it i'm so scared of this game i'm going to this game if i wasn't going to this game i don't know if this would be my pick or not joey bosa khalil Mack. oh boy i'm scared offensive line that we're in shambles right now you don't know who's playing left guard this weekend Derrissaw's been banged up with the ankle. Oh, God, O'Neill, he's been banged up. <clears throat> Give me the Vikings. Doesn't matter. Vikings are still going to cover. Minus one. Madison has looked so bad. K.J. Osborne's been dropping balls. Doesn't matter. Vikings minus one. Come on. I was like, we I was went. Saying... Hey, me and my one of my best friends, never been to an NFL game before, Chris. Ooh. Shout out, Chris. You're going to watch this, dude. Probably not, but um, <clears throat> first ever NFL if, game. If you
0: make it 43 minutes into Max and Pat episode, yeah. I will love you forever.
1: Yeah. Um, we spent the big bucks to get him row eight at this game. Oh. We fucking did it. Shit. We're going to be close. Yeah, dude. It's going to be fun.
0: Row eight? What yard line are you?
1: It's like, I don't know, section 114. So it's like kitty corner. Kind of end zone, maybe 10-yard line or something like that. But it's well, not. It's, yeah, That's yeah,
0: awesome. Those yeah. weren't cheap.
1: No, nope, they weren't cheap, but worth nope. it. Worth but they it. were cheaper than if the Vikings were 2-0. and 0-2, get a little cheaper. Right. 0-3, right. it's going to get real cheap.
0: Here's my – I call me crazy, dude. <laughs> call me crazy. Dude. You're
1: crazy. Don't say it.
0: Cam Akers may have saved the Viking season.
1: It's not going to play this week.
0: Here, I don't give a fuck about this.
1: Okay, sorry.
0: This was such a much. I can't believe the front office. Kwesi opened his goddamn fucking eyes, turned on that Yale brain of his, and went and got a running back that can take some pressure off Matt. Masson is so fucking bad. I don't care what you thought of him when he stepped into Delvin's shoes when Delvin was out. I don't care what you thought of him as a backup. I don't care if you look at a six, I don't know, six foot one, six foot two, 225 pounds, solid back out Boise State hardware. I don't give a shit about any of that. He's a horrible running back. Um, Hate, hate, hate to see what fans were saying in his awful things. Um, Obviously, I'm on the Vikings, the NFL, his side supporting against – what people are saying against him. Awful. While I can't stand Alexander Masson, shit that came out people's mouths or that came onto their phones to type into his DMs were terrible. Anyways, Alexander Masson is not my favorite running back in the league. I think he's a decent backup, hor- 32nd best starring running back in the league, and Cam Akers. If he could become the self that he was, under Kevin O'Connell's offense in Los Angeles. I think we finally have a okay one-two punch. Maybe can keep the defense guessing that we're not going to pass it on every goddamn play so they don't double J.J. every play. I think it takes pressure off J.J. I think it takes pressure off Kirk. I think it is a great, great one-two punch with Cam Akers being better than Alexander Masson. But I like it. We finally have a rushing offense. We're going to get Darisaw back. I think we're a hungry team. We're going to beat the Chargers this weekend, especially with you and my bro in in attendance. Let's go.
1: That would be so fucking loud, dude. I'm going to save my voice for that. (laughs) Come at me. Any Chargers fans are going to get knocked out. Back to your point about Kwasi opening up his Yale mind. You know what it feels like to me? We've known – that the Vikings was we've known what our weaknesses have been since last year, obviously our defense, but interior offensive line. We knew as soon as we got rid of Delvin, we had a, we had a weakness at running back. It feels like somebody who knew Christmas was coming and just kept putting off getting presents. And then on Christmas, Eve he went out and he's like, I gotta get some fucking presents. This is, this is terrible. I gotta get presents. Like, it just feels late. Why did this not happen? Why did you not plan ahead and get these guys? I know you were assuming you had 13 wins last year, assuming that we were going to have enough weapons to have a decent record this year without having to pay these guys. But, yeah, it just seems late. It seems weird. We should have had Reisner in here ready to go. He's probably not going to play a full game on Sunday. Cam Akers probably isn't going to play a full game because he doesn't know the playbook yet. If we slip to 0-3, even bringing in these new guys, are we still going to have a chance to win the division? Probably not. We still have we still have the Chiefs. We still have the Niners coming up. We still have the Bengals. We had the Lions twice. We dude, it's too little too late. If we don't, if we lose this game, it's maybe too little too late.
0: We open the show saying, is it a must win? Almost feels like a must win considering our schedule going forward. What are you watching? Um, <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm on – dude, you want me to share the screen? Yeah, I'd see it. The monitor
1: screen. Dude, you know what we should do for next week? What? You should get all the picks like on ESPN, how you had the college thing. We should go through them like that so people have something to look at.
0: I could easily do that. Next time. We can make that happen. Um, But, yeah, I'm just looking at – so, PFF here. This is just fascinating. I was looking at how dominant – How dominant Trayvon Biggs has been so far? Ridiculous. Dude, do you know how good this guy is and how good of a player they lost? Tell Um, me
1: about it. You know what really helps cornerbacks? Is when your defensive line gets home in a second. If your defensive line is getting home to the quarterback quick, your cornerbacks only have to cover for that three seconds or however long it is, two seconds. that helps. It does a lot. Um, they play Zach Wilson, and then who they play week one? Giants.
0: Yeah, they played Oof. the Giants, the G-men. <laughs> Michael Parsons going out and saying after Trayvon's injury was released, um, him saying that he's going to hold the fourth down is scary, dude. You is know, Do we, we just add more fuel to his fire?
1: He's a is freak. That, Doesn't is matter.
0: That scary to think about.
1: There's no such thing. He plays so hard, and he's such a freak of nature. It doesn't matter. Dude, guys like him, if you talk about, like, who's the biggest freaks of nature in the NFL, it might be the DNs. There's some There's some wide receivers like DK Metcalf and stuff like that, but Joey Bosa, oh, yeah. fucking For, dude. Micah Parsons, those guys are My, freaks.
0: My, I mean, have you seen videos of Miles Garrett dunking?
1: Oh, Miles Garrett, too, is a freak, yeah.
0: And TJ Watt, JJ going out saying he's the best defense. Like, let's hold the horses. But TJ Watt's insane.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, all right But I'm I'm just
1: saying, like, looking at looking at Nick Bosa's body. I don't know if you guys have seen that video of Nick Bosa's body. It is fucking crazy, dude. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> I think there's some run- dude Nick Chubb can squat like 600 pounds. Have you seen that video?
1: No, but it doesn't surprise Dick- me. Saquon um,
0: or Cleese quads, but yes, DNs are, they're freaks.
1: Freaks. I don't know if you guys can see this video or not. See that video?
0: Oh, we can see it.
1: Look at his fucking body. He's like 6'3". He is just unproportioned. Look at his traps. You want that motherfucker coming at you, dude? <laughs> so cool. Be careful. careful.
0: Watch out. Pat, why don't you show him your traps?
1: What are you talking about, dude?
0: Give him a little thing. <laughs> He's
1: more, dude. Watch out, dude. I'll tackle All you right. guys.
0: I think that's where we stop the podcast video. That's probably that's a good idea. 44. Yes. Have so much fun at the game. Go Vikes. This
1: guy, you kidding me? <laughs> He's a beast. What the fuck is that even? That's a freak. Look at his arms, dude. And the thing is, when you're watching the game, he doesn't look big. He looks the same size as everybody. All these NFL players are fucking freaks of nature. Yeah. I, and it's hard to realize it when they have pads on and you're at home watching from your living room, but holy shit. It's crazy. And then there's guys like Deuce Vaughn getting tackled by those guys, and he's four inches shorter than me.
0: He doesn't really get tackled. That boy is me. He's good. He is good.
1: He avoids he good. a lot of tackles.
0: Yeah. All Episode number 44. Take it to Mac Sports Podcast. Go Vikings. Twelve Vikes, baby. (laughs) And have a good time. Oh, Minnesota Twins might clinch. Come on now. Hey,
1: if the Guardians win, Twins lose. If the Guardians win and Twins lose, we're going to go to the game tomorrow for the division winner clinching. But it's seven to six Guardians in the top of the eighth, and it's 3-3 Twins, so it could happen. It could
0: happen. Hey, Tigers, though, remember. What's the Tigers' score? Well, the
1: twins need the big thing is the twins need to fucking win or lose. I mean, tigers are down zero to one in the first inning okay. to the athletics. They
0: get, if they win it, it's soba.
1: If, they who, if what, they who?
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you sure? Yes. So I'll show you. I read this on Twitter.
1: How many games do we have left here? Because the Lions are Um, down nine games.
0: It says, from a Twins reporter, we need both Cleveland and Detroit to lose to clinch without a win tonight.
1: Hmm. I don't get that. Because
0: Detroit's only a half game back of Cleveland.
1: And they must have one more game on their schedule than us then. It's still pot. Yes. Left. Okay. All right. Makes sense. We're gonna take it podcast. to the max podcast episode forty four. We're out. We're out.
0: Love it.